land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 97. We're almost getting there, guys. Almost in the triple digits. I can't believe it. I can. I did them all. Uh, I did every single one of them in order. Um, I didn't skip one. Or at least a number. I didn't skip a number. So it's not, I, guess, I guess saying I don't believe it is a little bit of a lie. I am a fraud. So this is Fear the Walking Dead, episode 313, This Land is Your Land, which is why I very cleverly put in the Woody Guthrie song in the beginning. Can you believe that? I mean, the episode did the same thing at the end of it, so it's, it's kind of already taken, but you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, guys, welcome to the show. I'm Phoenix West. Uh, this one starts off where the last one left off. They all went into the bunker after their miraculous uh, escape, even though they're surrounded by the laziest zombies ever. They should all be dead. They're all dead in my book. Like I mentioned in the last episode of this show, uh, everything from here on out is a dream. They're all dead. They were surrounded. They somehow just made it out because they're main characters. That's it. That's the only reason they lived. They're all dead now. It's all a dream, which does explain a lot of this episode. Oh, God. So all of the people from the village are in this bunker. There's tons of food, tons of supplies. It looks like they'll be fine for a while. But, you know, in typical... Uh, Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead fashion, uh, things can't stay good. They can't, they can't just live there because of, obviously, because of obviously, that's it. A Alicia is in there. She's kind of the leader at this point because everyone else is either dead or missing. Uh, her, her mother's gone. Her mother that makes horrible decisions is, isn't there right now. She was getting the water, if you remember. Last we saw her. Alicia starts handing out some bunker juice. I don't know how to describe that. They look like... Uh, like Gatorades, but like these little kid-looking ones. I don't know, bunker juice, because it's juice stored in the bunker. I'm just going to call it that. She sees a guy that has a big bite on his side. I don't know how he got bit right there. It's kind of weird, but anyway. So they realize at some point, uh, Ophelia shows them, uh, Ophelia shows Alicia that, I don't know why she even needs to show her, that there's no air coming in. Uh, the, the, the vent isn't working, so they're not going to get any more air in there. And I was like, no air, there's no water, no life, no luck, no no fucks to give anymore. Just go ahead and, and mass suicide at this point. Just go ahead and Jim Jones yourself. Just give it up. Give it up. It's you're you're done. End it. Have a big fucking orgy and then kill yourselves. Because you're surrounded by zombies outside. You can't get any air. We're gonna like prop the door open, put a screen door up or something. I, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> you're fucked. You're fucked, you're fucked. Anyway. Um it's a good thing they set up in the first season that Alicia's really good in school because she manages to figure out, I don't know how she did this, she figures out how much oxygen they have left or, or how much more time they have before they run out of oxygen. She's like, I forget even what she said. I was so fixated on the fact that she could even do the calculations. She's like, I think we have about two hours. I'm like, that requires that you know exactly how much oxygen a person uses at any you know per whatever you know unit you want, you want to use an hour a minute 
and then how to how to multiply that, which you can do if you can figure that out. And then the square footage of the room, how much oxygen hasn't been taken up already, and and how much is fresh, and how much if there's no whole, oh my god, there's so many calculations, and she just figures it out. And like if I were to do that, I would be like, let's see here, I got that carried. Out. I think I have an answer. Oh, you guys are all dead. Oh shit! So and I'd fall over dead. That would take me that goddamn long. It would actually defeat the purpose. They, we should be working on, you know, getting out of here and figuring out something instead of doing the math on this thing. I, and this really describes this whole episode for me. I really had some issues with this episode. I really, really liked the episode, but I had some major issues with the decisions that were made in this. Uh, and I'll get into that in a little bit here. But they're like, someone has to go clear the vents so that we can get oxygen in here so we don't all just die in the night. And I was like, okay, they're clearly setting up that the Bitman is going to have to go in there and sacrifice himself. They just showed him immediately before they're setting up the problem that someone has to go out there and fix the vents. Okay, they're clearly setting that up, moving on. I was, I was fine with that. It made sense. I knew it was going to go there. All right, fine. And we see Nick and we see Troy. They're out in the desert still sitting by their truck. And they're, they're, they keep going. Nick keeps going like... You know, you kill these people. We need to go save their lives right now. We need to get going, though. Let's go. Let's go. But they keep hanging out. They keep, like, their body language is suggesting the exact opposite. They're, they look relaxed as hell. They're hanging out in the back of a truck like it's a fucking Heineken commercial. It was so goddamn weird. Uh, and by the way, I didn't mean, didn't mean to say Corona. I don't know if Heineken has any commercials where people are hanging out. It's usually someone walking through a fancy-ass ballroom for some reason as if Heineken is, like, the, the fucking champagne of beers. We all know Miller High Life is that. Anyway. We all know that, guys. Let's just let's just accept that fact and move on. They're they're acting like they're, they're, it's like me going like we gotta get going. We have to get going. We have to get going. Uh, what's going on? That's a nice day out. We should. Uh, what are we doing? Yeah, we gotta get going. We really gotta get going, guys. Uh, did you see that show last night? That game? You must think it was crazy. And they're just like hanging out. I was like, what the fuck? Like they look like they're not having a plan at all. Like their plan is to get motivated, but they're not doing anything about it. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's like two two drunk guys talking about how they want to write their script together. Like, yeah, we're going to do that. We're definitely going to do that. Yeah. And then they just hang out and they forget about it. And then next time they get drunk, they do the same thing. It's just on repeat. Your brain's on repeat if you're just one of those guys that hang, hangs out at a bar all, all the time with your friends. So I'm just glad in this world of misery and death and destruction and betrayal and you know facing the elements and, and brother killing brother, I'm just glad... That after Alicia escaped with her life, and uh, didn't get bitten, she gets into the bunker. I'm just really glad she had time to apply her makeup and get it really perfect. Because her makeup is fucking ridiculous in this episode. It is so obviously makeup. Just what is, what is the deal? I'm not trying to do Seinfeld here. What is, seriously, why... Do we as a society only accept actresses that have makeup on? They're in a fucking zombie world. There's two pictures on IMDb right now I'm looking at. One of them's Alicia, one of them's Madison. Both of them have flawless makeup on. Just let them look like they're in the world that we're watching them be in. What the holy fuck? I don't fucking understand it. And it doesn't and it goes against what they're saying because in the last episode, if you remember, or two episodes ago, Madison was covered in human shit. Do you remember that? Covered in human shit on top of her makeup. I don't fucking get it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Can we stop doing this shit? Can we? I, I'm not buying it. It's very distracting. Alicia looks fucking amazing. She looks flawless. And she's in a zombie apocalypse. The rest of her like clothes are all sweated through. Her hair is all mangled. 
but the face is flawless makeup. Why? I don't... Do they think we're stupid? I don't... I just don't understand it. Can we stop doing this shit? Stop it, stop it, stop it. I fucking hate it. It's distracting. And that's the opposite of what you're going for. Just have her look like she's in the world she's living in. That we're watching her live in day in, day out. <clears throat> Moving on. So... At this point, again, there's a big confusion with me with this episode. I had some real goddamn issues with it, with parts of it. And all of them revolve around Alicia and her goddamn plan here. Um, I hate to say like, I'm, I'm harping on Alicia, I, it's, but she does make some questionable decisions in this episode. Uh, because at, my, at this time, I'm going to go through my thought process, and later on I'll get to what they were really doing. Um, I thought they were giving people morphine because they found a big box of morphine. And I was like, they're bitten, they're changing, you know, they're slowly dying, and they're all like lined up, like everyone who's bitten is is grouped together, and they all, they give them all morphine, and I was like, oh, they're gonna give them morphine so that they don't feel pain, so that they run out and they can fix the AC unit. All of those people, there's like twelve people that are all bitten, they're gonna get all of them to go together. You know, if they lose a couple, they lose a couple, but they'll fix the AC unit. That's a good idea. That is a great idea. And uh, you know. Having people on drugs do that, maybe not the best idea. I don't know, you know junkies and, and people who are super fucking stone aren't, don't make the best decisions. But, you know, if you want them to not feel pain, give them a little bit. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Give them a taste, you know, a sweet, sweet taste of, of the good stuff. But and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Have the uh, drug addict, or the, have the bitten people who are already dying go sacrifice themselves for the greater good because they're going to die. Oh, no, you're just killing them. They're just killing them. They give they give some the one of the Indian guys some morphine. They turn him over on his side and stab him in the back of the fucking head. And I was like, "What in the fuck are you doing? Are you stupid? Or how stupid are these characters?" <sighs> I was like, "Okay, so they're just killing this guy here. So he must have wanted to die, I guess. So, but they're still going to send the rest of the group out there." And uh, we cut back. We see Nick and Troy. They cause an explosion, and it's an explosion that would make the zombies go in the direction that they want to go to. And I was like, why, why are they, why are they doing that? Cause then they drive their truck down there in a truck, like in a truck commercial looks like a truck commercial. Every time they're in the truck, this looks like a commercial that, that red truck is just like the all new Chevy Tender. What you know? We got fucking Sam Elliott reading off what the, as a narrator, the goddamn zombies don't stand a chance in the new, uh, Ford Tacoma. I don't know cars. I don't know trucks. I'm, I assume those are the, the makers of those two trucks. I don't know. Anyway, they, they make an explosion. I'm like, that's just going to draw more zombies toward the helicopter that you guys are driving to. Whatever. They barely get in the helicopter, you know, barely live, get in there, and they start laughing hysterically. Like, oh, this is so much fucking fun. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, zombies. Oh, man. Alicia doesn't handle killing that guy that well. I understand because he wasn't a zombie. She just kind of mercy killed somebody who was going to die anyway. She doesn't handle it that well. I, I didn't have a problem with that. That's you know how most people would react. It, it makes sense. Uh, but she's she's not handling it well. One of the older ladies who's bitten starts to kind of talk to her like, you know, you're doing the right thing. You have to be strong for these people. You can't let them down. You have to do this. You're doing the right thing. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, at this point... <clears throat> I'm starting to realize when they see when you see the pile of bodies around Alicia and this woman, they're not sending these people to fix the AC. They're not at all. They're just killing them outright to preserve oxygen. That's what the that's what Alicia's plan is. They're just killing these people who are dying already to save oxygen for those who are alive, which only really saves them hours. 
had they sent the whole group of people to go fix the AC unit, that would preserve them as long as the AC, AC unit works. Does that make sense? AC unit is a bigger issue than preserving minimum oxygen in the meantime. If they're out of the room to go fix the AC, AC unit, two birds, one stone, that lets them out of the room so they're not taking up your sweet, sweet oxygen, and it gets them fixing the AC unit, which gets you way more oxygen in the long run. I don't, I don't, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in, I'm, I'm the crazy one. I'm the crazy one here for thinking this. Instead, they send Ophelia and Crazy Dog to go fix the AC unit. Two of our main characters, you know, semi-main characters, Crazy Dog can die and nobody will bat an eye. Um, you know, nobody cries when you put a dog down or anything. Especially if they're, if they're crazy, if it's a loco dog, you know, maybe, maybe nobody will. Uh, but, I'm so off track. I'm just fucking outraged by the fact that they didn't send. I understand sending like one person who's not bitten to go along with them. If they, if they can, if you want to, um, if they're in the same building, like if they don't leave the building. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't know where the hell they were going. I didn't know where the hell this AC unit was, this precious AC unit. Didn't quite get it. I, if it was in the same building, I, I guess it makes sense to kill. I, I don't know they were going for. It, it wasn't really set up properly. I still would have sent them just in case. It, it bugged the shit out of me. Anyway, uh, old sad lady, uh, the one that's talking to Alicia, she's talking about how her first husband died in the World Trade Center. And then she basically does this little speech about, like, ever since then I've been living in fear. And I realize right now we can't do that. We can't let fear dictate your decisions you can't like we have to be more than that and but and it's this scene which is kind of just a throwaway dialogue for alicia or so i thought um it doesn't end up being that but that is what i thought i was like okay this doesn't really relate to alicia at all so big fucking deal you know um little did i know it would come up again later but ophelia and crazy dog or crazy dog has a freak out moment he thinks he's gonna i don't know why he's just freaking out Ophelia calms them down, and then they have this little chit-chat session. And they sit there and they talk for a good while about who knows God. God only knows. I, didn't, I wasn't really listening. I was too focused on going like, why aren't you saving their lives? Fix the fucking AC unit. What are, they, what are you doing? They're like, we, only have, we have precious oxygen. So much so that we're killing our own citizens here to save that oxygen. And they're like, let's hang out here and just chit-chat. Let's, let's have a nice discussion. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, hurry up. I know he's freaking out. Maybe send him back. Maybe do something else with him. Get, go, can you go grab someone else, crazy dog? You are, um, despite your name, you're an incredible pussy and you don't seem crazy at all. You seem like you're very, you're scared dog would be a better name. Scared cat, scaredy cat, I guess. I, I really taught myself into that. I don't know why it took me that long to get there. Anyway, there's, just fix, save, save, save some goddamn lives. Fix the goddamn AC unit. What are you guys doing? I, I fucking bugged the shit out of me. We cut back to Alicia talking to the lady. And she's dipping her head, and it's like, ugh, ugh. And I was like, I think Alicia's character absorbed some of Nick's, like, heroin addiction. Like, she seems like, in the last few episodes I mentioned, she seems like she's she's kind of nodding off in scenes. Seems like she has a real drug problem. Very weird. She tells a story about how she did a stage play, and she forgot the lyrics of the song. Nick came on stage, started singing, forgot the words of This Land is Your Land, and just started singing over and over, This Land is Your Land, This Land is Your Land. Yada, 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 yada. That's how we get the title of the episode. It didn't really, I didn't really feel like it was earned. Anyway, 
Alicia wakes up, and for what I can tell, it was a dream where zombies are, everyone's a zombie, everyone's dead. I didn't quite understand what was happening. Was this all due to lack of oxygen? Were these people really dead? I feel I feel like this episode was really good, but they, they kind of skipped over like what was happening. We didn't see... I couldn't tell if it was a dream or if these people were really dead. Everyone was just really dead. It was so bizarre. Couldn't quite figure it out. And But I was like, is Alicia just like taking a nap? At first, I, my other thought was, maybe she's in the room where all the, the people she killed are. These are just the people she killed that were already bitten. And uh, the old lady's bitten. So she's just going to take a nap next to the lady. I was like, that's a horrible idea. What the fuck? What the fuck is happening? I didn't understand. Everyone in the room is dead. And I was like, why is Alicia? Like, if, if they run out of oxygen, why the fuck is Alicia alive? I didn't. She kept, like, dozing off. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And she has to, like, get up and, like, kind of kill the zombies. She's stabbing them. She's more, more shoving than stabbing at this point. And I was like, so they're all dead and you're just hanging out there? Like, I, I don't understand what's happening. I, is this just... All of the group, the entire village is dead? Is Alicia, like, have some sort of third lung where, like, a, like where it just stores oxygen for when the other ones run out? And it just slowly filters into them? And it's just like a cow's fourth stomach? I don't understand. She just survives for no reason, other than the fact that she's a main character in great makeup. I don't know why she lived. I don't understand. She sh- she should have died more than anyone because she's you know, like <gasps> like she's she's the one you know killing all the fucking oxygen in the room. I didn't understand what was happening at all in this scene, and then the next scene I see, I had it again where I went, "What the fuck is happening?" Because it's it's Ophelia. She's on Crazy Dog's shoulders. Uh, there's a hanging zombie hanging in the end of the AC unit. That's why it's not working. She. Like I said, she's on his shoulders. Crazy Dog pulls out a gun and then just falls over for some reason. And I was like, what the fuck? Why do you... I thought he's going to blow his brains out while she's on his shoulders. I'm like, what is happening? Why do you pull out a gun? I have no idea what's happening. But Ophelia falls. The zombie comes with her. They all... And she has to fight him. She grabs the gun, shoots the zombie in the head. And I was like, okay, he's blocking the intake for that. I get why they're doing that. I understand what's happening. I guess if I'm reading this right... They ran out of oxygen in the room. Uh, crazy dog passed out due to lack of oxygen. And I, I don't, bl- I don't blame the the people who made the show because how do you express something that you can't see? You can't see oxygen. Do they put like a green mist in there? You know what I mean? They can't show it. So I, that's why I was confused. I was like, everyone's dead. Why the fuck is everyone dead? Like, what the fuck's going on? It's because they ran out of oxygen. I understand that. But in the moment, I'm like, what is happening? I don't understand it. And it makes sense when I look back on it. Like, Crazy Dog ran out of oxygen. He just passed out um, until the AC unit got kicked back in there. And then, uh, but it's just strange that our two main female characters in this in this bunker are just immune to run out of, running out of oxygen. I, they're the only ones who lived. Crazy Dog passed out. He lived, I guess, but I'm not going to count him because he was affected by it. Alicia was starting to pass out, but she didn't. Ophelia seems like she was fine. Didn't show any signs of running out of oxygen. I just don't get it. Why these two... Why have every single other character in the shot dead other than the main character? That's really stupid. It's really stupid looking. Bad decision. 
And yet, I still really like this episode. I, it's hard to describe because I don't think it was their fault that it's hard to show running out of oxygen on screen. It's not. They should have had a couple characters. All they really had to do is have a couple characters be like, whoa, getting woozy. We're really running out of oxygen. No, they had no mention of the oxygen. No other characters saying, whoa, whoa, whoa this doesn't feel good. Other than Alicia, who looked, I thought she was passing out due to exhaustion and like kind of a, a PTSD a little bit from stabbing folks in the back of the head. I thought she was just more having like a crazy pass out due to being just pure exhausted. I, I assume she was stabbing bodies for hours and hours. So if we're just using her as the character to do that, I didn't get that feeling at all that they were actually just running out of oxygen. I thought she was just sleep deprived and exhausted, this exhaustion killing her. Or, you know, making her pass out. And I was so I was like, why is everyone dead? I don't I don't get it. And I was like, is everyone dead or is this the dead? I couldn't figure out if, if this was the whole group of people that were all down there or if this was just the room for dead people who they were killing. I guess it was just everyone. I didn't, again, they didn't, they, I'm not going to say, I want to say it was just me not paying attention, but I was watching the show, taking notes. I didn't. I couldn't tell the difference between the group and one group and the other. I didn't know what the fuck was happening, but it must have just been everyone because soon, you know, the zombies all get up, and then Alicia's like I said, Alicia's fighting them off one at a time, and then right, you know, typical Walking Dead fashion. Right when everything is lost, all hope is lost. Alicia's about to die. Madison shows up, and all the fucking, and with pinpoint accuracy, they shoot just the zombies and not Alicia. Oh God. And Alicia has to go over and, and stab the old lady in the back of the head, and because uh, she because she died due to lack of oxygen, her old lungs can keep up. I don't know. Alicia's maybe her makeup provides oxygen. It converts CO two. I don't know. It just just bothers me. Uh, then they go out, and Alicia's the only survivor. <laughs> so stupid. Alicia's the only one that's alive. I mean, obviously you have a crazy dog and Ophelia. They just killed off every single character who wasn't our three characters. It, it just it's so stupid to say it didn't really bother me that bad but why i just don't get it why they lived and nobody else did so stupid anyway uh and then nick is there and i was like oh i guess nick's fine they tried to start the helicopter earlier it wouldn't start and then they get surrounded by zombies but then an explosion makes them all walk away for some reason even though there's a fresh meal right there they're not all gonna leave so stupid but the point is, Nick just shows up. I'm like, oh, I guess Nick and Troy are alive. Okay. They just didn't show that at all. They focus so much on other stuff, but not that. <sighs> Alicia wakes up from her nap there, and then she's like, where's the following? She says his name. I don't remember what his fucking name is. I don't care. Um, Jacob? What's his name? Jacob? I'm just going to go with... I always call him following. She's like, where's the following? And then, this is how you know your world is shit. And it can exist in a world of wartime, war movies, uh, you know, really, really super poor areas. Junkies, I think this would work with junkies, you know, the really in-depth you know, in junkies, the ones that live in, like, in slums and, like, on top of each other, like hamsters. But this works in all those worlds. This is how you know your world is shit. All right. Where's, where's Jake? Or, or, is his name Jake? I'm going to look up his name. I don't remember his goddamn name. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was Jake. She's like, where's Jake? And then Nick just goes, shakes his head no. And Alicia doesn't do a follow-up. Because she knows that means he's dead. That's how you know you live in a really shitty world. When all you have to do is do it, uh, nope, not he died, not what happened, not blah, blah, blah. 
No follow-up questions. I mean, she did eventually ask, like, or I think Jay, or Troy just offered up what happened, but she didn't have a follow-up. Like, what does that mean? She just knows. Shaking her head means the dude died. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. That's a really shitty world to live in. That's not a good sign for your society. If if that's if that's all you need, you don't have no story, no not even a verbal confirmation. Just a nope. Shaking my head. That's it. Uh, Alicia freaks out in Madison because Madison's like, "We're gonna go to the dam. There's water there. It'll be safe." And Alicia's like, "There's nowhere fucking safe. We have to get. There's nowhere safe. It's never gonna be safe. You're always saying it's gonna be safe. It never works." She says, your way doesn't work. It will never work. I'm like, oh, that was amazing. Calling Madison out on her shit. I love when they call Madison out on her shit. Love it. Because Madison's decisions decisions have led to so much carnage and, and chaos and <laughs> confusion and death and, and just, just the worst. And Alicia was doing this in this scene where she's making bad decisions. But holy shit. I love when she calls her out on it. And I was like, this is amazing, but undeserved. Because Alicia is just quoting the old lady who's like, I can't live. And she's like, I can't live in fear anymore. And I was like, you had one lady with an, one conversation with an old lady. And suddenly you're like super fucking independent. And you're willing to go off on your own. She, Alicia wants to leave on her own and just see what she can find. She wants to go to the, the cabin that Jake mentioned in a throwaway conversation in the, in the Pacific Northwest. I'm like, several hundred miles away. I'm like, that's a stupid idea. What is she going to find that would be better than just living with her family? I understand it's always shitty, but it's always going to be shitty if you're on your own, too. And it's scarier because you don't have the numbers to defend yourself. Especially if you're a young woman with perfect makeup on that turns uh, carbon dioxide into oxygen. You're going to be a little bit of a commodity in several ways. Bad idea. Bad idea, Alicia. Undeserved after this one conversation, too. Didn't feel like it really warranted that. But, you know, she's doing that. She's her, she's her mother's daughter. She's going to make terrible decisions as well. Nick decides that he's going to follow her just to make sure she's safe and then meet him back up at the at the dam later. Uh, she uh, Madison demands he take Troy with him. And I was like, that's the first good idea. Sorry, my phone went off. That's the first good idea Madison has had in seasons. Anyway, they leave to go follow Alicia. Everyone else goes to the dam. And I was like, maybe Alicia just wants to go off on her own to score smack. Because like I said, she looks like she's on heroin uh, quite a few times in the last few episodes. Anyway, they're all driving away in separate directions. And it's like, you get the music, you get that this line is your land playing over it. I'm like, this feels like the end of the season. It just had like a finality to it. Like, or a cliffhanger, like where are they going to go? Like, they're off on their own. We'll be back. We'll, we'll see where they're going next season. It felt like that. And I'm like, this is like episode 13 out of, what, 16? Like, it's just, it's a weird, weird ending for this this to be happening. They Remember the one I mentioned a couple ago where Madison's doing the, the water run, going to the dam, and it felt like a comedic, like a, like a, like a, what are they? I almost said love comedy. What are those called? Romantic comedies? <laughs> love comedy. I love that. Uh, the... And it felt like uh, they had that music in the beginning, the music in the end, while the tanker trucks, the water trucks driving by. And I'm like, this, this, it felt odd. This one didn't feel odd. It just felt like, oh, we'll, we'll see where they're going next season. We'll come back. Wonder what's going to happen with Alicia. But no, there's three more episodes. We're going to see where she's going. We're going to see it. Like, it felt really weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It just, it just felt like it was wrapping up. 
wrapping up but still leaving uh, what's going to happen vibe. Not a cliffhanger like the end of season six of Walking Dead where you're like, who's he going to kill? Who's Negan going to kill? Not, not like that and like a major cliffhanger of death and like, you know, uh, actual consequences. This just feels like a, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll meet back with them. And we'll, be, we'll get back to their story next season. Next season on The Walking Dead. But no, it's just, you know, episode 13. We'll see them next week. It's really fucking weird. Anyway, check out LIWstudios.com. L-I-W, the letters, studios, the word, dot com. The, the dot com. The website is great. All the shows are on there. Um, you can go to YouTube.com slash Loitering in Wonderland. And by the way... Um, Weird thing happened. I, you know, Tom Petty, the whole thing with him happening, very sad. I do love myself some Tom Petty. I, I'm not just saying that. Uh, when David Bowie died, I, I do like David Bowie. I'm not in love with David Bowie. I, I'm just not that familiar with his music that much. But I love him in the, in the Prestige, and, you know, obviously I grew up on uh, Labyrinth. But Tom Petty is the fucking man. Uh, it really bums me out. I'm, and it's so weird because I'm not even certain right now if he's dead or not. Like the, the sheriff's released, uh, that he was dead. He's not, he, he might be brain dead. He's still, last I heard, he's still hooked up to life support. I don't really know what's happening. It's been a couple days. Haven't heard any updates. Fucking weird. Let me look him up on IMDb right now. I want to see what's going on. See if this is official because last I heard he's still on, you know, he's still alive. He's just brain dead. Um, <clears throat> We'll see if IMDb has made this official. He is officially dead, apparently. That such a this is October second, twenty seventeen. I didn't realize it was official until exactly right now. So this is the first I'm hearing about it. It's uh, honestly, I'm not, I'm not going to make a joke out of it because I do love Tom Petty so so goddamn much. Uh, my heart goes out to you know the family of Tom Petty, and and this will be the only time I'm ever serious on this show. I think. Uh, Really bums me out. I fucking love Tom Petty. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm gonna throw one of his songs in the end of this episode. I'm gonna choose my favorite one, which is probably Wildflowers. Um, I'll play that song here at the end of this. Um, I've never done that with an artist when they died, played their songs at the end, but, um, you know, R.I.P. Tom Petty. He, he will definitely be missed. Seems like he's way too young and out of nowhere to uh, die, but, you know, uh, Life sucks sometimes, but sorry to have this bummer at the end of this episode. I'm just finding out right now, though, and uh, yeah, um, you know, to the family, uh, your, my condolences, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm going to play one of the songs right now, and in the meantime, uh, so long, citizens. Kill off the hours You belong 
Of cover.